generate is supporting my vision to improve the financial literacy of 100,000 Kiwis by sponsoring Keep the Change. Cheers, Generate. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to find out more. Getting in the KiwiSaver fund that suits you and your situation is key to making sure you're maximising your investment. Generate are an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of long-term performance and they can help you do exactly this. Their advisors can meet with you to talk about all your options when it comes to KiwiSaver to help you decide what's best for you. Too many people never get KiwiSaver advice, but not you. Go to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to book a no-obligation chat with a Generate advisor. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited. And of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. This ain't gonna be easy. Welcome back. You are listening to another episode of KeepTheChange.co.nz's Money Mail. It is good to have you tuning in as always as we crack past 1,400 five-star reviews on Spotify. That means we've only got 3,600 to go until Mikey puts his hand in his wallet and gets 5K and gives it to somebody listening to the Keep The Change podcast. It is the 30th of June at the time of recording this in a sneak peek to the insights that we'll get once the next couple of days have gone by and we get to review the entirety of June. But I will just tell you this, this is the biggest month for Keep the Change and I've been able to say that last month, the month before, the month before that, the month before that. So it continues to grow and it is awesome to see so many people learning and getting into all of the different forms of content. This month we dropped a banger for you, Mikey and I, and it was called How to Think. If you haven't checked that out, go and study that your brain probably won't even pick up on a number of the lessons, but there are things in there that can literally change your life. I have very high-performing clients. One just emailed me before and said, mate, I've been ignoring the gratitude piece. I'm going to start putting more time into that. It's already helping me with the amount that I've been doing, and that could be the one thing that he takes from that podcast that changes the trajectory of his 2023 for and beyond. So go into that pod with an open mind, Take some notes and think about what it is that you could put into your life to improve the way that you run it and think about yourself differently on the back end of that too. Maybe think about ways to increase your confidence and the way that you think. There is something for everybody in there and I'm very, very proud of that piece of content. Now let's get into it because I've got a lot of stuff to do and we're probably going to be back in here on Sunday recording some podcasts for you as well because there's some Centrix data that came out today and it ain't looking too pretty. Heads up, 10 of you listening to this right now, one of you are overdue with your buy now, pay later. Pause for the judgment. We're not judging you, but seriously, if you haven't got rid of that fucking thing by now, I don't know what else I can teach you. Please make it a priority to get rid of that. I also just put a real, no, a story onto Instagram and made me just realize that I haven't ensured that it's actually posted. Um, No, it hasn't. But it is think like a prostitute. That sounds very catchy, doesn't it? But People are going to overcomplicate making a bit of extra coin. I don't want you to do that. 
I want you to think about what a problem is, how you can solve it, how you can solve it with a service and go and offer it to people so you can bring some cash into your household. And that's one way that you can clear that buy now, pay later that is fucking with you at the moment or your credit card or whatever or the cost of living or petrol going up. Go and source that extra income. If you haven't listened to the podcast I did, I did it in August 2022, nearly a year ago because I could see this shit coming. And it has a framework of how you can go out there and make more money. And it is called the Ultimate Fuck Inflation Guide. Please, that should be, that should actually be the number one listen to podcast for Keep the Change. That has got what you need to say. How to think about going and getting that extra coin. Please, go and listen to that if you need to make some extra cash. But think like a prostitute. What do they do? Okay, they look for something that's in demand, i.e. sex. What is the problem? Someone wants to have sex. What does the prostitute offer? Sex. What happens? They transact. What happens? They get given money from one person to the other. That is as simple as you need to think about business. Now, I'm not saying you should go and do that, but if that's your thing, that's your thing. This is a judgment-free space. But remember, it could be mowing someone's grass. It could be going and cleaning their windows Go and offer yourself as a service. It could be doing some bookkeeping for somebody. It could be doing some design for somebody. It could be like my boy Luke who will be listening. Hey, what did he go and do? He went and coached cricket in his spare time. Offer yourself as a service. That can help you avoid the, oh, I need to have an idea. Oh, I need to get into multi-level marketing and sell these containers to people. Whatever, you know, don't overcomplicate shit. Overcomplicate this shit. Think like a prostitute. Very simple. Something heavily in demand, I can provide the solution, and when I do that, you will transact back with me. Now let's get into it. Money Mail this week. Today marks the halfway point of 2023. You're bloody kidding me. How has this happened? So far this year, it's been six months of a gentle economic grind down. I get the sense most people are finding things tricky, and we haven't seen a massive reprieve from things like inflation and interest rates, but we are all staying in the fight. I can feel that from the Keep the Change listeners, that's for sure. But for a number of other people, that won't be the case. Now many people are now paying higher interest rates for their mortgages. Food's still expensive. Fuel is about to go up in price tomorrow. The recession is here, but so are us resilient humans. And you need to be one of them because you need to encourage and teach other people around you. So you've got an advantage because you're thinking about this stuff. So today, I want you to simply think about what victories you have had. Now, what is a victory? It is defined as an act of defeating an enemy or opponent in a battle, game, or other competition. So take a minute to reflect on 1 January. Where have you come from in these six months? Some of you might need a quick scroll through your photo album on your phone and see what you've been up to this year. Others will have examples of things they've done or achieved that they can quickly call upon. Hopefully, you've achieved some of your goals. I like to write my accomplished goals down as victories in my net worth tracker, and that is in the folder that I give you with the templates that you can go and learn and keep an eye on your finances month to month and also the goals that you are heading towards. So personally, this year I've managed to stick it out investing even whilst the markets have been choppy. That's a bloody good feeling to actually continue to contribute as things are shady and I keep getting bombarded with the economy's about to collapse and even my own thinking of, fuck, am I going to wake up one day and the US is tipped over? I don't know, but I've stayed in there. I've upped my retirement savings as well. I've added new income streams via some uh, investments and continue to invest in making myself more valuable. That's the key piece. I'm continuing to make myself more valuable because I know that I'll reap what I sow in the future. I've set myself up to take advantage in the back half of the year. Now, as discussed last week, with personal finances, often the opponent may well be ourselves because, again, a victory is an act of defeating an enemy or opponent in a battle game or other competition. 
in personal finances, you're probably competing with yourself. So remember to run your own race and not compare yourself to others. Don't look at what I'm doing and think, shit, you know, I'm not doing any of that stuff. I feel bad. This is the point to reflect back on 1 January and think about where have you come. Start to jot down some of those victories that you're having and don't compare yourself to other people. So it doesn't just need to be about clearing a debt or getting a raise. All power to that though. That's awesome and those are two great goals. But it can also be about changing your money behavior or your standards, making a habit stick, doing a new form of learning, having a brave conversation. The list goes on. Write them all down and take note of the victories that you're having because that will fuel your fire to carry on. Now this year I've also managed two full weeks in two very, very different countries, the USA and the Philippines, and I've done podcasts explaining what I learned and saw when I went and did those. I've got some more travelling later in the year as well. My year is set up for me to see more of the world this year than I have in the rest of my life. How crazy is it that I can do this and I can go and I can actually work as well and keep the wheels turning. I can schedule some podcasts to go out. I can still write to you all on a Friday that is mind-blowing. It's so awesome. But five years ago, I couldn't do that shit. And I've had to build myself in a position to be able to do that. So that brings me to the next reflection I suggest for you. Reflect on five years ago. Now that's very hard. And for me, I had to scroll back through my inbox to June 2018 to see what I was going on about. So you probably need to have a think yourself and figure out what it was that you were doing five years ago. And geez, my life has changed since June 2018. Some of the shiny objects in my inbox, some of the people, some of the clients, some of the things that I was chasing, they've long disappeared. Now you may want to go back and do this yourself and figure out, wow, what did your life look like five years ago? That ain't that long five years ago, but it feels like it is, especially when you go back looking, you think, fucking hell, I didn't know that I was talking like that and saying that and talking to that person and chasing that one around and trying to keep that client happy for me, for instance. It's very, very interesting when you go back five years. Now, five years ago, I wasn't, uh, sorry, I was investing in myself, making myself more valuable, so I'm still doing that today, but I was doing that five years ago, but I couldn't afford the things that I can now. I wasn't doing much financial investing nor contributing towards my retirement. I was in the early stages of trying to grow a business, so life was very, very different. I wasn't going for full weeks of travel, that's for sure. And even looking at the glasses sitting next to me, I would have probably used to put those on a cue card and pay them off over time, just like some of you buy now, pay later lovers. I've been there, I've seen that stuff. And I would be like, oh no, it's all good because I don't pay any interest, but eventually life changes and you do end up paying interest to those people with those massive card fees. But these days, I can go and pay for a new pair of glasses out of cash. So it's just reflecting on where you've come from and what you've been able to achieve in half of a decade. And most of us would never actually take time to think about these things. But five years ago, my life looked very different to what it does today. So have a think about how you've, far you've come in the last five years. Now this year, I travelled back to the USA, as you know, and I was so stoked that I didn't spend a dollar of credit. I literally said to my mates when I got on there, over there, I said, had a cheers with a beer at one stage, I was just like, lads, this is a fucking surreal feeling for me because I don't even have a credit card these days. I didn't spend a dollar of credit, but this was very different to the last time I went overseas to America, living beyond my means, carrying around a stack of poor money habits only to return home to try and pay for them, literally. So, you know, I was doing things that I don't do anymore and that I have tidied up, but that takes time. And it's okay for these things to take time. We have to go through it to get the lesson. So it's a good, good reminder as we get halfway through the year to remember how powerful we are, how much change we can make in what really is a pretty small amount of time, five years in the scheme of your life, you know, 
it's not actually that much when you zoom out, but you can achieve and you can crank a lot into it, but you have to want the change. So it's good to remember how powerful we are, like I say, and to do some of this, these things, we have to be thinking about where we want to go and how we can change these things and accepting that we're the person to do it. We can actually do this stuff. So it's important to write down your victories and to celebrate them because someone's not just going to knock on your door and be like, hey, I just wanted to celebrate the fact that you've done X, Y, Z this year. That ain't going to happen. People are wound up in their own shit. So celebrate your own stuff for yourself and acknowledge how far you've come, whether that be over the last five years, two years, four, three, one, six months. Now, someone asked me last week, they said, what would have to happen for this to be the best year of your life? How are you going to make 2023 the best year of your life? So genuinely think about that and maybe even write it down. I did as an exercise. I got a piece of paper, I got my pen and I wrote down my best year yet and I started to write down how that would happen. Now, one of the ways to think about this is the person said, well, have a think about how you benefit the world when you are at your best so what are you doing for the world when everyone else benefits not just you what state are you in so I had to then think about that and I had to write about what can take me away from that and who benefits when I'm absolutely cranking and I actually took some time to think about that stuff and that helps you aim towards having the best year yet and you can look at some of the things you may need to tidy up as well but it's a pretty bloody hard exercise to do so full credit to you if you actually sit down and try and do that. I'd imagine only 1% of people listening will actually go and do that but something that resonated with me over time was aim to have a full life because I don't really know you know how do you keep having the best year yet because eventually something's going to happen where you're going to be like oh you know disrupted it but Think about having what is important to you. And for me, a full life. And when I look back at my life for this year, for instance, I think, wow, I've been able to go overseas a couple of times. I've continued to invest. I'm making progress. You know, there's uh, a lot of things growing in my life. Yep, the economy may be slowing down. However, there's a number of things that are happening for me and that are coming up that make me believe I'm living a very full life. And I can look at that and go, yes. Yes, I do feel like that, and that is exciting. I got to go to the grand final uh, of the rugby, for instance, and I look at those events and just think, wow, I haven't done that before, so I got to come to that. That's increasing the my life in terms of it being full. So what are the events and things that you're doing where you can just stack some gratitude towards them and think, wow, that was awesome to be able to have the opportunity to do that and have a full life? Because some people were watching on the TV wishing that they were there, for instance, but no, maybe you got to go. And, you know, it may not be the rugby for you, but whatever it is, just think about the things that can add value to your life that you feel really stoked that you got to be a part of them. So I am on track to have a very full 2023. Now I want you to make the next six months of 2023 so good that this year becomes your best yet. Now month end also means that it's time to jump in and complete your cash flow and net worth tracker. Please get that done. I'm looking very forward to doing mine later on today. Oh, Lastly as well, I've more than tripled the Keep the Change podcast listeners and downloads in six months. Fucking A. I did put that fucking A into the transcribe of the Money Mayo as well. So bring on the next six months. You're one of over 7,850 recipients. Then it goes onto LinkedIn. So it's probably over 10,000 in the written format and now 35,000 monthly listeners. I'm confident we'll get there because we're at about 34,800 this morning and we've still got a day to go. So hopefully we shake into uh, another 800 people across the country before June is out. So did you know before we go to a bill to protect Kiwi savings, 
Um, should a finance institute fail or fall over, it is expected to be in place later next year. It will have a $100,000 limit, expected to protect 93% of depositors. So basically what that means is it's gone through its third and final reading, I believe, in uh, Parliament or for, uh, as a bill for it to get passed. Who knows how that process works. But anyway, the bill is there to say that we will introduce a deposit scheme whereby if your banking institute has to be an accredited one, there'll be some criteria if it was to tip over, the government, i.e. other taxpayers, will guarantee you ninety, oh, sorry, uh, $100,000 of your savings that you have sitting in there. So that's why some people, once they accumulate enough cash, will spread their cash around different banks. Um, but I don't think at the moment we have something in place. I'm not entirely sure. I don't know if it's $50,000. i have heard that. Then I've heard that we don't. I don't actually know if we do. I don't think we do because I think we're one of only two countries that doesn't have, I think it's us and Israel maybe and the OECD that don't have a guarantee in place. So basically if all the banks fell over tomorrow, fuck, it'd be pandemonium out there. It'd probably be the least of your worries, but I don't think you'd be getting your savings back, um, that's for sure. But apparently this $100,000 limit is expected to protect 93% of Kiwis because that's what they've got deposited. So only 7% of people have a deposit above $100,000. That's quite... Interesting. I guess most people, they stack, they don't have deposits of cash, do they? No, they have a mortgage, and so then they are you know, paying down their mortgage rather than stacking a deposit. So 93% of Kiwis have got less than $100,000 sitting in a bank. Now, for me, I have um, you know, multiple banks because I do have deposits, and so I've spread those out. But it's also something that people need to think about if they're in community organisations and things like that. You know, you may not want all of your eggs in one basket. However, you then may be get accused of being a doom and gloomer and a conspiracy theorist and all this sort of shit. And I'm sure the conspiracy theorists will be like, well, fuck, you probably expect a banking crash before next year when this bill comes in as well. So I think there's still a long way to go before this deposit uh, scheme or whatever they're going to call it, the support is actually going to be implemented. So there's still some time. So at the moment, I guess we're at a bit of risk that if uh, these banks were to tip over, we'd, we wouldn't be able to get our cash back. So it's a very interesting space, and I hear I think we'll hear more about that next year, but know that eventually we will have some form of guarantee in place. But uh, my suggestion to you would be to set yourself a goal to get into that 7%, get into that 7% that have got over $100,000 where that actually becomes a problem for you. Often I'll do that in life. I'll look at things and that change and think, oh, well, that doesn't affect me. But then often... Uh, Eventually, some of those things will, and I'm like, man, I didn't learn anything about it. Now I have to go and figure out how it all works. But a lot of people listening, I assume 93% of you will be like, well, I don't need to care about that because I don't actually have a stack of money sitting um, with the bank that's over 100k. So you're not going to lose your 40 grand. You're going to be bailed out. But you know that money is going to have to be created from somewhere, and I don't know how they do that. I think in America. They have a fund that's contributed to by the banks and then that fund gets called upon should a bank fail and we've seen that happen a couple of times over there. I don't know if that's what they're doing here or whether basically the taxpayer uh, will bail other people out but uh, it's going to be interesting to watch so as we see more information about that we can explore it. Now also there's a school community where other Keep the Change members are hanging out and talking to each other 
and there's only about 300 people in there, but there's some cool conversations going on. So skool.com forward slash keep the change if you want to go and be a part of that. You have to be approved to get in, uh, but that is very, very easy to do. So yeah, there's 290. There's also some things that you can work through in there around setting up a budget, around um, conversations that I had with Lighthouse Financial the other day around how you can earn some extra income, some templates for thinking about that. So there's a few modules that you can work through to get a baseline understanding of some of the financial things that you're going to have come at you in your life. Rightio, that has been a power 18 minutes. I hope you're keeping well, I hope you're learning plenty and I hope you're keeping your head up because data tells us that things are getting tricky and in an upcoming podcast we're going to release, we're going to tell you exactly what has been reported by Centrix when they release their data around how Kiwis are faring with their finances. Be good out there and I'll see you on the next edition of Money Mail.